as photographers, we see so many different things through our lens. But what does it mean to really feel seen? What does it mean for us to give the experience to our clients of truly being seen for who they are and how they are? And sometimes I think as photographers, we focus so much on the technical side, the styling, the trends. But if we would just hold space for our clients and really open up ourselves to be able to truly see them, we would begin to understand the gift that we have, this opportunity that we have to be able to show them who they really are and help them feel seen. If we could grasp the magnitude and importance of being available and opening up and how powerful and life-changing that can be, it would truly transform us as artists and as people as we build these relationships and help our clients feel seen. So if you are someone who really wants to connect, tell meaningful stories, and really help your clients feel validated and seen, then this episode is for you. Welcome to the Fill Your Frame podcast. I'm your host, Jillian Golding. I was a young mama and full-time teacher when I first picked up my camera and started down the path of creating a highly successful and sought-after photography business. I managed to turn that side hustle into a full-time job that sustains a balanced life where I can give more to my five littles at home. After building this business for the last 10 years, I want to invite you into a space where you can take a peek behind the scenes of my camera-ready life. Join in weekly where I will open up discussions with other creative artists turned business pros as we share real life strategies, stories, and action steps for you to turn your passion into profits. Lean in because we're about to get the show started. Remember, you can subscribe to today's show on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Audible. I'm so excited to bring you today's episode all about truly seeing your clients. It's going to be such a special one, not only because of the topic that is so dear to me, but also because I have two guests on the show today, which I normally only have one. This is my first time and I'm super excited about it. I have Stormy Solis and Tessa Kozglowski with us. And what makes this episode even more special is that they have connected through photography, photographed each other's families, and have such an incredible bond that we are going to hear some of their story and how they have impacted each other's lives, which I think is so incredibly profound and touching. So I can't wait for you to hear it. But first, let me introduce them. We first have Stormy Solis. Most of us probably know her. She is an award-winning family photographer based out of Denver, Colorado. She captures poetic moments in epic locations around the world. If you haven't seen her work, you are truly missing out. Her photography is full of heart and imperfect like people. Her deep-rooted love of nature and honest moments are truly reflected in her work. She is incredible. She also is a photography educator. So she has a program that you can check out called All Heart Access, and we will mention that as we go through the episode. We also have Tessa Kudzglowski. She's from Tucson, Arizona, and she goes by Tessa Ray Photography. And I'm going to read a quote from Tessa because I feel like it's so profound and gives such a glimpse into who she is as a person and a photographer. She says, let life break you wide open. That's where the golden light is. Photography has healed my soul in ways I can't put into words. The camera in my hands and the people in front of me have forever changed my life. It is a gift to forever ever preserve the moments when we are stripped bare and all that we have left to give is what's held in the deepest corners of our hearts. We are here to live, to bring forth our softness, our sweetness, the parts of us that are wonderfully and recklessly divine, to embrace our humanity and give this world a loving energy so strong it will stretch out for generations. This life is a gift. All the eyes my eyes have met, all the places my feet have touched, and all the beautiful strangers I get to dance under the sunset with. I can't say it any better than that. That is truly amazing and what the heart of this episode is all about. Okay, let's welcome Stormy and Tessa to the show. How are you guys? 
we're really well. <laughs> We've been out traipsing around in the mountains in Colorado and just having a grand old photography time. <laughs> Yay, it sounds so amazing. We're going to chat about that a little bit. I can't wait to talk about it, but I'm so excited for this episode. And Stormy and I have actually been going back and forth about this for a little bit. And it's going to be something that's incredible to listen to and to learn from when you hear her words and also Tessa's. So I'm so excited that you guys are here. Thank you so much for joining me. I just want to kind of introduce our topic so people can get an idea of what we're going to chat about today. So something that we all feel is really important as photographers, as people as human beings, right? About holding space for people in our lives. And in particular today, we're going to discuss about holding space for our clients and how we can open up ourselves to really, truly seeing our clients. And we're going to get into what we say truly seeing them means, because it might mean something different to each of us. But for us, we want to kind of explain to you guys how we truly feel about that. And the reason we want to chat about this is because we feel like so often we get distracted by technical things in photography or worrying about styling and locations and all of that. While that is important and has a place, the magic really happens when we connect with our clients. And so that's what we want to talk about today, but we'll get into that in just a second, but I'm going to have Stormy and Tessa do a brief introduction of themselves, give us a little background and where they're from and all of that, just in case listeners aren't familiar with you guys. So Stormy, you want to start? Sure. So as she said, I'm Stormy Solis. I'm predominantly a family photographer, I guess, you know, people refer to me as an emotive family photographer or storyteller, which, you know, is kind of common these days, more common, but I started shooting my first camera in 2007 in Hawaii. And it's, you know, I wanted to be home with my girls is how I sort of got heavily into it, but then I fell in love with it. And it has sort of exploded to where I now travel all over the world to shoot families and their incredible stories. And I teach and I get to connect with beautiful souls like Tessa and document them and also, you know, connect as artists too. And it's been a wild ride and it's amazing. So that's a little bit about me. (laughs) (laughs) We're so happy here. And where are you currently residing? Did you mention that? Yeah, I'm kind of South of Denver in Colorado. Okay. Which is pretty spectacular as far as the mountains and stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> Tessa, how about you? Hi, okay. I'm Tessa and I'm from Tucson, Arizona. I've been shooting. This will be my third year. <laughs> I don't want to say I've never done like a podcast or anything before, but I did. I took Stormy's course um, almost a year after I started photography. I took the fall season of All Heart Access and yeah, then everything just kind of broke open after that. And I've been doing this full time since then. Amazing. And we're going to touch on Stormy's course and how it's impacted your life a little bit later into the episode. It's an incredible story, but this just happenstance that they were happened. They were together, that they got together to do some sessions and that we're able to schedule this podcast because really their relationship that they've formed and their friendship is a perfect example of what it is we're talking about today in regards to truly seeing your clients. So I want to kind of jump into that and really kind of define it. So Stormy, could you kind of tell me in your opinion, when you and I chatted about this, I know you had a lot of thoughts on it, but what does it mean to truly see your clients or to truly be seen by a photographer? How would they feel? What does that mean to you? Well, there's kind of a long story with that because it's multifaceted. For me, I've been on both sides of that coin, like early in my own career when I hired like my favorite photographer to come, you know, document my family. We were sort of becoming a family and kind of 
trying really hard to create something from nothing. And and she just kind of listened and held space for us and then created this beautiful film, Joy Prouty, back when she was doing Harvest Sessions. And I guess going through that process as like a client and just having someone truly listen, like set the camera down and look at us. And she could see what we were trying to do, whereas like people in our everyday life maybe couldn't. You just look like a normal family. But, you know, it was like our whole life had been building to, you know, meet my husband, come together and just like put everything that we had to just create a loving family. And I know that sounds like pretty basic, but coming from the backgrounds we came from, it wasn't. And we didn't really have example of it. And Joy, I just really felt like she gets it. She got it. She like I said, she set the camera down many times during the shoot and was just listen to us and make us feel of value and important. And like our story mattered. And it wasn't just this broken mess of a thing, which, you know, at that point in my life, I do, I was carrying that feeling like we're a mess. Like, is she going to get it? Like, I just have this feeling she could see us when she actually gave me the film, which is one of my life. It is my life's treasure. You know, if anything ever happened to my girls, I know they would have that and they would see it and feel it. That was the tangible proof like that she did see it. Now that I've, you know, been doing this many years and I photograph families and to answer your question, what is it to make someone feel seen? I think there's like two parts to that. One is it's like, I'm guessing for her and myself included, it's like when you really own your own story, get comfortable in your own struggles, your own wins, your own everything and you can bring that to your shoots, that's where a lot of the connection and the ability to see them, I think, comes through. Also creating that space to really just listen to them and let them share whatever it is they want to share. When we were chatting about this and I was saying the experience I just had with Tessa and being on the whole flip side of that coin, like She wanted me to do that for her and being able to do it was so powerful. I was telling her, like, I wouldn't have been able to do this a couple of years ago. It's taken my whole life to build through these experiences and just like come to terms with who I am and then hear what she was willing to open up for me to, I don't know, to see her and just, I could feel it. I could get it. And I could really relate to some of the things she was saying. I was like, I can see you guys making this beautiful life together and coming from a place that wasn't easy. Like, and I value that and I feel it deeply in my bones. And like I told her and you, it was like, I had an emotional hangover after that for like weeks because it was such like a gift to be like, wow, my, my whole photography career, my whole life, all these experiences have led to this moment where I can have her share this with me and me be able to receive it and just try to be open to connect with her in that way and hopefully make her feel like you're doing an amazing job. Like see what you're doing. It's beautiful and it's not freaking easy. And I think making people seen in a lot of ways is stripping down, mm-hmm. you know, these perfect exterior things we try to make people see in our lives and just really owning like, yeah, life's kind of messy and pretty broken and imperfect and like within that is the beauty and the power and giving them that freedom to trust you to share that Mm -hmm. is the thing and also pulling it out of yourself so I know that was really lengthy and roundabout but that's to me that's what it is it's the two part it's pulling it from yourself and that honesty and also creating that safe space 
to let someone share whatever gift they're willing to share with you about their truth. Right. Thank you so much. And I love that. There's a few things I want to pull out of that before we jump to Tessa, but one of the things I love that you shared, and I've listened to a podcast episode that you've been on previously, where you shared a little more of your life story, Stormy. And I feel like what you just mentioned, how you were growing and developing this family unit that was strong and was loving and all of that. And you had come from a background where you didn't have that and joy provided you the opportunity to see the beauty and grace and love and the kind of the fruits of your labors of sacrifice to build this family. And I feel like sometimes we forget that there's always so many underlying layers with our clients that maybe we know about, maybe we don't know about, but when we create that safe space, we allow them to bring those things to the surface and share them. And for so many, that's therapeutic, right? Like that can be life-changing just to be able to share those feelings that maybe they've kind of shoved down or didn't want the world to see, but now we're allowing them to show them in a beautiful way. And that's happened to me as well. And it's just been so impactful for me and my family too. So thank you for sharing that. And then I just, okay, well, let's get into tests. So Tessa, (laughs) how do you... What, how, let me just put it this way, since we're here and you're a friend of Stormy's, but also she shot your family and had this incredible experience with you. How did you feel when you viewed your images as far as really feeling that sense of being seen? Can you share a little bit? And it might be hard to put into words, but if you're willing, can you share a little bit about how you felt after your experience with Stormy? It is hard to put into words because I also feel like there are two parts of me that experience that. There's like the photographer, you know, artist. And then there's also just me as a client, just me as a mother. So I felt a lot of different things in a lot of different ways. When I looked at the, when I watched the film, I watched it twice before I could even like speak to tell her thank you. You know, I sacrificed a lot of my time to become who I am as a photographer and digging into that. And also with that, becoming this whole new woman that isn't so broken and lost but my, I sacrificed a lot of time with my family. When I watched the film, it validated for me that like, even though I've spent this time working on myself and finding who I am, that like, I've still been giving that to my children. I've still, they, I could see that they loved me and that I love like my love for them. Obviously I know I love them, but to look at their little faces, looking up at me and hanging on me and it just made me feel like, okay, maybe I'm, maybe I'm getting this right. Like maybe I'm, it's okay that I'm, doing things this way, working on myself, but also my family is coming together and we're a blended family. My oldest son is my stepson. My daughter is my husband's stepdaughter. And then together we have Leo. So there's like, we all kind of came together five years ago when we met. And so it was not your average, like we met, let's start a family. Like there was a lot of pieces that went into that. And my husband and I building a relationship, him building a relationship with my daughter, me building a relationship with his son, them getting used to having siblings. <laughs> there were a lot of things we've worked through over the last few years and to see it come together in such a beautiful way, was it was profound. And Stormy said it right. Like there was an emotional hangover and it was heavy. There was it was two, probably a full two weeks of a lot of tears and feelings. I didn't know why I was feeling. I couldn't, can't put a name to him. It just heavy, but also a feeling of relief. And, and then in turn, it changed the way that I want to see my clients change the way that I want to love my children. I'm like more of this, like, yeah, I don't know. You want to hold a, lot, a lot of things. 
It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. And I think that's one of the things I love and why we wanted to talk about this too, is really getting back to the core of why we love photography, which is human connection, right? And it's developing relationships. And I think so often with social media, with everything else, we get kind of lost in numbers and we get lost in the stuff that isn't really important. Like I don't do photography because of all those things. I do it because I love like people and I want to build relationships and show families the beauty that they have. Right. So, you know, listening to you share that Tessa, just talking about your family and the dynamics and so many variables and you say the messiness, well, that's life, right? Everything's messy. And if it's not messy, I feel like it's probably not great, right? Messy life is the best kind of life. And you built that and you brought it together and it wasn't easy for you, right? So having that video to show for that is, I don't, I'm sure that's just life-changing and such a reward for you at the, you know, in your journey, right? Yes, it was. And, you know, the other part of that was Stormy before she even knew who I was on the map, I was learning from her and to have it, over these last two years, like this relationship slowly unfold and have her come out and do that for me. That's what made it like, it was beautiful all on its own. Me just as a client who hired her to come out because I wanted her. But the flip side of that was having that bond with her and to see it like, wow, I have like Stormy came out and did this for us. Like the person who opened the door to so many parts of myself that I you know, she, what is that saying? They open doors where we only saw walls. Yeah. So to have her then come photograph and film my family, that made it even more. That was like, we're already feeling a whole lot, but just like, here, we're just going to shove it in a little more. And so it was even more intense and profound than it, it may, than what my clients may experience or any of her other clients may experience. There was a little more there for me. Yeah. Life-changing. Feels very surreal for, and then to be here now. (laughs) It's just, I'm going to go home and have another emotional hangover. (laughs) (laughs) You photograph Stormy's family. We'll get to that. You You mentioned something that I also love that you, you said how kind of after that experience with joy, it changed you and also probably changed your photography, I imagine. So can you kind of touch on that? Yeah, it was absolutely defining because like I said, I, yeah, I got into photography. I was, I studied graphic design, but I got into photography on the side, never thinking much of it, except that it was fun. But going through that, like it just did, it changed me. It real, it made me realize like, whoa, we're not just creating pretty photos. Like you have this opportunity to make someone, their life feel just a value and profound and, you know, healing. It was incredibly healing. And I got so much peace from going through that. And all I was thinking, cause I was, you know, just kind of so early in my photography stages back then is like, how do I do that? How do I make someone feel like so much more than pictures? Like, I don't want to just take pictures. Like I want to make a difference. Like I want to make them see how wonderful they're doing in this life. And, you know, like that, all that hard work and all that love and all that, you know, difficulty of being a mother of all those sleepless nights and kids hitting you with bottles. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That was mine. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it's, you know, it's so 
the, it's just so deep, the family experience. And like, I just didn't know it could be that in photographs at that point. I didn't know it could translate. And I was like, I want to find a way to do that. And it just, it has dictated everything I've done since and that I'm just constantly like, how can I do this better? How can I see them better? How can I see myself? And in a more honest way to draw that out of them. Like I just like, Tessa was saying it earlier over coffee. I just want to feel more. I want more. (laughs) And it's never ending. And it's, it really is such a gift that you have that ability to truly change someone's lives. She changed mine. And Tessa saying like, I was part of hers. And I, like I, I started this conversation. It was so wild for me now to have been on both sides of that. And what a tremendous gift in this life, you know, to be in a position where you can. And so that's why I wanted to talk about all this too, is because you know, it's easy to get so caught up in all the pretty things and the final photo on the wall, but none of that matters if the stuff going into creating it doesn't feel real and genuine. And, you know, it's easy to take a photo that looks emotive, that looks beautifully and held and connected. But if like what's actually going behind the scenes to make that moment isn't true and it's like, oh, let's yell at this kid and then hold him like, we, you know, it's like... it's it feels different even for a viewer seeing it they can feel the difference you know and anyway sorry but it was defining for me and I don't know what it was that called me just to do that to hire her Uh, it was the beginning of my life changing and here I am many years later and I'm so excited to watch where Tessa goes because she's tapped into this beautiful heart of hers and her clients and her work. And I watched it from a distance coming out in her work and I could just feel the power behind it. And it was because she was digging it out of herself. And then to have her hire me to come down there, it was like, it was really honored. And I, I felt the weight of the importance and I just wanted to honor it the best I could. And yeah, that's kind of scary. It's like, oh man, I hope I don't mess this up. That, though, I think that's good for listeners to hear that even you <coughs> get nervous and you still have so much feeling behind what you're doing that you want to get it right. You know, you're not just going out to do a shoot to do a shoot. There's so much meaning and just connection behind that to where you want to, you want to do it justice. You want to do a great job at documenting her authentic story, right? And I think that's important. So when we talk about, you know, allowing our clients to be seen or really putting in the effort to be seen, what do you like? For me, I always know that there's pre-work before sessions to facilitate that. And that's the piece that I feel, you know, when I'm teaching and I know in your all heart access, you talk about this a lot, but I feel like that's the piece that so many miss because they don't do the before stuff. So can you kind of touch on why you feel like that's probably the most important part, right? Oh yeah. I think that all the work you do in the forefront before you even show up can be hugely changing. And so for me, and I know you do this as well, like a zoom call, I try to offer it if they want it or at minimum a phone call, just so I can strip away the business part. Like, I don't want this to be a business transaction. I want it to be two humans, two mothers coming together. And Mm -hmm. like, why is this important? Why now? What's going on in this chapter? Like, why is this significant? Why me? 
Uh, and so I like opening that space and so not everyone, you know, jumps in the water and wants to tell me their life story and that's fine too. Yeah. But for me, that just makes it easier. I think just hearing a voice and that I'm real and I want you to be real when you show up. I don't want it to feel like a blind date and we're all on our best behavior. You know, it's like, let's strip all the like business interaction down and come together as people and as someone that gets what it is to be a fa- in a family and what that takes. So that does help me tremendously is just having that phone call or zoom, but there's other ways to do it too. I just know that for me, that goes straight to the source. I love hearing a voice. I love like, let's, I don't want them nervous when they show up and it helps with that. Then it's like, we just get to enjoy our hour together. (laughs) Well, right. And it it develops that foundation of a relationship to where you're building that trust. Right. So I know like for me, when I, even we get our photos done, I want to have it be with someone that I trust that I can truly show up as myself, that I'm not having to put on a like performance quote unquote, you know, because I feel like I will have clients where I don't, I'm not able to establish that connection as much beforehand, whether they didn't choose to hop on the call or the zoom, whatever. And I feel that sense of performance initially. And then as the session progresses and we build our relationship, I see those walls coming down. Right. But it's so great when you can show up and have those walls down from the get-go and it makes such a difference in the photos. Right. Totally. totally. And like Tessa creates these like soulful, like motherhood, like you can feel them photos too. And I know I hope you don't mind me sharing. She doesn't do a Zoom and not everyone has the time to do that. But I was telling her, I think like what's so beautiful that she does do is she puts so much of her heart and who she is in her like Insta stories. And I think that breaks down people's barriers when you can be vulnerable first and know that there's a safe space held there. So I was like, I bet people just know from watching you put yourself out there that they can come to you that way, a little softer, a little more open. Yeah. I do want to make, create the time to do like a zoom beforehand. And just right now it's kind of not feasible for me, but I, my Instagram is kind of like my internet diary. Like when I share photos, there's a lot that goes into it. There's a highlight tab with all my favorite quotes that have gotten me through some really dark times, because even if someone's not booking me and they find themselves on my page, I would like to be of service in any way that I can. But it did help doing the Zoom with Stormy for myself and for my husband. And, you know, she said, not everybody jumps in the water. We kind of just cannonballed <laughs> right in. So when I chose her because I knew she would get it from seeing her work and from taking her course, I felt like even though she didn't know me, I've watched all these videos. I knew a little bit about her and I knew she would get it, but I wanted her to know more about us and why this was important and what we wanted to convey to our children through this film, like about seeing our love for them and how beautifully we've all come together. And so I wanted to share with her like a little bit about where I had been. She knew a little bit, but there was a lot in there. And my husband as well, he couple times was like, I don't want to be just a prop. I want to be in this, like she's coming all the way out here. Like this is, it was a big deal to him. And he wanted, he said, I want them to look back at this and be like, that's my dad. Like, and feel that as like the protector, but also this like soft space, like this big man, we can just like (laughs) cuddle up against, but, and know we're safe, but also know that like, he loves us. Not just like that heavy, like I'm going to protect you, but like, I'm going to protect you because I love you. And she did it. She nailed it. There was quite a few moments in there where in that film where I just don't think anyone else would have 
seen it, like saw the moment happening and say, I'm going to use this clip. Like when we call, there's photos we throw away, there's clips we throw away. And the ones that she chose really had like a lot of deep representation for me. Yeah. I really loved getting, you know, I often get to connect with moms, but when the dads open up and I've had a few like that this year and I'm just like, thank you. Like, because you do, you see it different. The power behind understanding is so much different. And, and like, so often I think men are overlooked in family shoots and looked at as props. And that's probably why a lot of dads don't like shoots, <laughs> you know? And I really loved hearing his story and it just, it was really, I don't know, it felt sacred. And I just was like, could see them better because I understood better. That's it. I think had you not had that experience with them, getting to know his story, perhaps what he shared and all of that, you probably would have documented it in a similar way, but maybe not as intently, right? You saw different things because you had that knowledge ahead of time. Do you feel like that helped you? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, those like subtle layers, you know, and the significance that it's so nuanced, like just like a subtle glance or subtle touch being so defining and knowing to look at it, whereas you might not, you may have just, it kind of just passed by at the moment, you know, it definitely made me look and feel it in a different way. Yeah. And that's something <laughs> that we both have. And I love that he just cannonballed in and he jumped in. <laughs> I oh, know. We zipped for two hours. Oh it my God. Crazy. Yeah. It was awesome. And it all awesome. ended in tears. We and were all, all crying. <laughs> That's the beautiful piece though, right? So it's like he was willing to be vulnerable and open up and share his story as were you. And as a result of that, your reward is this incredible video that you now have to showcase your relationship dynamic that maybe, you know, he wanted to be the protector and all of those things because maybe, you know, that's part of his story in the past or what have you, but that's the beautiful part about it, right? So I think you do a good job of opening that door with your clients, Tessa, of being vulnerable and sharing stuff on your stories that a lot of people maybe wouldn't share. But I guarantee you that you have clients and people that come to you because they love that aspect of you and they connect with you on that level. Do you feel like you've gotten that as far as your clients go? Yeah, I do. You know, we live in a day and age where like online presence is like people go there for a lot of connection and we've kind of lost that like human face-to-face connection. Like even when I got here, I was like, what do you want to do? I don't know. I just want to hang out with you like in (laughs) together in person. So like, I know the online thing can be kind of superficial, but it's worked well for me. Like it feels good to get those things off my chest. And like I said, even the people who aren't a client, aren't booking, they can see it and that I'll get messages. Thank you for sharing. So it makes me feel like I'm being of service. And then yes, when I have people book me, It's not every single one is like, oh, your heart's laid out there and I want to book with you. It's not that it's, you know, every once in a while, someone comes along and they piece it all together. What they've seen me talk about in my stories, the way they've seen me write, the way I take photos, and then they want me, which is, I guess, kind of why I booked Stormy too. Like I've seen her photos. I've watched what she said in her course, you know, and that's why I wanted her. Cause I felt like I knew that little piece of her, even it wasn't like, Hey, I'm going to book you and let's call each other and get to know each other. I kind of already knew a little bit about her. And I feel like I do that with what I do on there. And, and I don't do it to book people. I'm not like, look at my life and my heart and come book yeah. with me. I do it because I want people to feel a little more when they come to me. And, and I think that's important. Yeah. And it gives them an opportunity to feel heard and validated because so often when we're willing to share our struggles or things that have happened, 
there's always going to be other people that have experienced it too, and maybe don't realize that they can connect with you on that level. Right. So you open that door for them and that's beautiful. And I think that's what the social media and those spaces should be used for more is the authentic connection versus, you know, all the other nonsense that I don't love about social media. Do you want to share art that's true to you, make connections and impact and build a reliable photography business on your own terms? then Art & Heart Photography Academy is for you. It is my six-part self-guided course that will help you identify your photography business plan, create soul-centered and meaningful art, build a sustainable brand, attract and book your dream clients consistently, find your why, and so much more. I give you a step-by-step roadmap to guide you through the process of creating an intentional business that is in alignment with who you are as an artist. I've been where you are myself, so I know exactly how hard it can be at times, especially when we're trying to do something we love while still creating a thriving and profitable business. Join my waitlist at jilliangolding.com backslash art and heart, or find a link in the description notes of this episode. Enrollment will open again this fall and you don't want to miss it. See you there. So... Tessa got to shoot Stormy's family last night. So Stormy, I want you to share a little bit. So this is really full circle, literally, you know, Uh, (laughs) she was a student of yours. You saw her family, told her story beautifully. You've developed a friendship and now she's (laughs) your family. So can you share a little bit about that experience with us? Yeah, it was, well, it was funny because when I was leaving Arizona, she was so genuine while I was there and was like, well, do you want to go to breakfast and let me show you around? And I just loved that. Like she was just there to, I don't know, just, she was just like, here, let me open my heart and just hang out and in a real way. And I just had such a great, lovely feeling from that. And we were talking about Colorado and she's like, oh, I'd love to see it. And I was like, well, you should come. Why don't you come and we'll just shoot together or do something fun. And she's like, yeah, I'm coming. And I was like, okay. <laughs> You're like, oh, I didn't know you were so <laughs> Which is so funny. And so I like gave her this window. I was like, well, I'm not shooting. Here's like four days. She's like, I'm coming for all. Is that okay? And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, you know, we didn't really know each other. I mean, just like really. And so uh it was beautiful. Like, and anyway, she just and I'm like, okay. And so we've just been kind of like really talking a lot. And she said, Well, I really want to. I want to take photos of you. I want to gift you this thing that you gifted me. And I was like, well, she has beautiful art. And I was telling her like, a lot of people do ask, can I photograph you? And I mean, of course that's lovely, but my family has like only so many sessions in them a year. So it's like, you know, I'm very selective about what I say yes to because I know they're not going to let me be shot 20 times anyway. And so when she wanted to gift it to me, I was like, yes, thank you. That sounds lovely. To top that off, I was like, well, how do you feel about driving three hours up into the mountains to our property? Because I was like, it would just feel even more special and sacred. And anyway, you know, I did prep her because I have a tween. She's 12 and I have an eight-year-old and they're not those tiny babies that will snuggle and love on you. And I'm like my oldest one, like we have a very loving family, but she squirms away from me for sure. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, yeah, good luck. But, (laughs) and I don't know what it was, if it's just her and her heart or, but like my oldest just let me love her up. And I, it was really special. And I just told my daughters this morning, I was like, thank you for letting me just love on you all night. Like that was so special to me and that it was captured by her and 
place that meant so much. And it's like the weather in Colorado can be really all over the place. You just never know. And like the night before when we shot like a model call session for fun, it was completely flat and gray. And she was like, where's the light? <laughs> no <laughs> but <sun>. it's like, <laughs> she was saying, it's like as if the photography gods put a hand on my shoulder because the sun came out, the wind and my daughters let me love them. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I'm just like incredibly excited to see these. It just felt so natural and beautiful and special that she was the one to take them. And, and then she wanted to gift it to me, which is such a treasure. And anyway, it was just with my girls. It wasn't with my full family. We actually recently did family photos, but I guess getting to take pictures with just my kids too was actually really special as well. And she knows a lot about my own story. Like I've told her a lot about me and why all of this matters. And I think that added a whole nother layer of why it was special. So I haven't seen what it looks like, but I know they're going to be beautiful. <laughs> they are, they, it is. So. I had to flip through all of them last <laughs> night before I could go to bed. So crying in her basement, looking at how beautiful they were. So share your perspective now. Tessa, you know, when Stormy left and then when we got everything back, like she said, we did spend the weekend together while she was in Arizona. So it was a little bit more than just, you know, hiring her to come do our photos. There was something there that kind of like developed. And when she, when we got everything back from her, I didn't know how else to like thank her other than like sending five voice texts, crying my eyes out <laughs> then to tell her, like, if, you know, if we can make, we'd already talked about Colorado. I was like, if we can make this come together, I'd love to photograph you and the family, you and you and your girls, whatever you'd be open to. And I, at first I wondered, I didn't think that it would be something that came together. It's a lot to like set something up like that on the fly. And, and also there's like a little part of me that feels like it's kind of surreal because she could be photographed by literally anyone. She has everyone she could choose. Like, and I still kind of have this little, like, well, I'm here and I'm making art, but I don't, I'm not like, I don't have a big head about it. I'm just trying to make something pretty. So I was like, I wonder if I'm worthy of of that and And when it all kind of came together, she's right. Like I was, I love the sun. That's what I shoot in all the time. And I was nervous that like different light is hard. (laughs) So there's your lighting piece that played into it, but it was like the most incredible, beautiful lighting. And she did tell me a little bit like, you know, her older daughter isn't super snuggly. And she was last night, you know, Stormy was kind of holding her and she had her, or they were kind of leaning up against each other. She had her arms wrapped around her and her eyes were closed. Stormy's eyes were closed and Lucia was looking off to the mountains and just smiling and like resting her head on her shoulder. And it was so beautiful because she was like, she's not going to snuggle me. And I'm like, she really loved it. It wasn't forced. I didn't have to prompt them. I didn't have to tell them, do this, do that. Right. Just happened. And then to have the privilege of being in this space that she, her land that she worked so hard for. And then I'm like, okay, let me take pictures of just you by yourself, twirl around on this mountaintop and I play music and music was going and her hair was in the wind. And it was just this beautiful mountain goddess. And I was felt, I just feel so incredibly thankful that I was able to do that for her. And, you know, when I give, I love motherhood, that is shoot families. Yes. But when I pull the moms away with their babies or their children, that is, that's my jam. That's where I want to be. And to be able to photograph the woman who paved the way for me with her children, that was something that I will never forget. And I cried in the truck the whole way home. I was like, please don't look at me right now. I was like trying not to massive sob (laughs) on the way back. (laughs) 
It was beautiful. Mm. And I'm so thankful she allowed me into this space with her to. Yeah, same. <laughs> I just want you to have what you gave to me. <laughs> I have the chills and you guys can't see this. I know. <laughs> no, but they're like staring at each other so sweet. And I think this is such a beautiful thing. Like you being together, it just was divine intervention or whatever you call it, because just to have a real life example in real time of what we're trying to display with this podcast and teach about is like, we couldn't do it better. Right. This was incredible. So I cannot wait to see those photos. It's going to be so, so great. And I really want to see the ones of Stormy on the mountaintop. That <laughs> oh my God. They're amazing. They're amazing. And it was so funny because her girls were watching and she's like, they're laughing at me. They're and I'm like, totally making fun of me. Mom, what are you doing? I Mom? know she had her hands in her hair, but it was, you know, what we, yes, what we do for art. But I also like, I, there was a song on my playlist that she said she liked and I played it again and I put, I threw my phone down. So it was closer to her so she could hear it. And I just, she's like, I don't, what do you want me to do? I'm like, I just want you to close your eyes and just be here. And I, I didn't have to tell her how to do anything else. And my hope one day for her girls is that when they look back at these photos and they're on their property, when they're, you know, 50, 60 years old, that they remember that, yes, they kind of giggle. Remember how we teased mom because she looks so silly, but I want them to think back and be like, I want them to see the magnitude of her energy in this world. I want them to feel it. I want them to remember her that way. Cause I remember my mom that way. And so it's not just about what I can give to Stormy. It was about my hope for what I can give to her girls. And I really do believe with my whole heart that they will think of that one day when they're on that land that she bought for them, they'll remember it. And, and it will be profound for them. Okay. We're all crying. I'm like, this is so sweet. And that's why we do what we do. Right. And I feel like that's the piece that needs to be treasured and understood as the, you know, the importance of the generational impact as well. And what you're creating, the art you're creating and the stories it's going to tell for generations. So incredible. Thank you for sharing that piece of your heart. I appreciate that so much. So as we're kind of, we're talking about our, helping our clients feel seen and what we, you just displayed through your story I think sometimes people hear this and they might be thinking, you know, how can I do that? So like, how do I make that happen? Kind of stormy, like you mentioned, you felt this at the beginning, like, I know I want to do this. I know I want to create this in mode of art. I know I want to do this. And you had to kind of spend the time in yourself to figure out how to execute that, I guess. And so could we share each of you maybe a couple of things that you think, and I know you talk a lot more about this in all heart access stormy, but just how you can facilitate that. Or if someone's thinking, I don't know how to make that happen. I want to do that, but I don't know how, what would you say to them? I would say, start with opening yourself and your heart, mm -hmm. you know, to whether it's one-on-one -on -one or whether it's even with a caption, you write with something, say something true, say why it moves you and touches you. It will touch someone that needs to hear it in a true way. And in return, I just feel like they mirror back that openness, if you open the gates first. And, you know, those are a couple easy ways, you know, whether it's saying something. And much like Tessa, she opened herself up at breakfast and telling me stuff there, which made me open up, well, come stay with me. I don't even know you that well. <laughs> like, that's how the world, like you put good out, it, it comes back. And I do think people need to know they have a soft space to open up to. And so it can be as simple as a caption, you know, writing something real and that is moving you and why you connected with a shot you took, or it can be like, 
telling a mom, yeah, I have a two-year-old at home right now too. And I'm freaking exhausted and losing my mind. So thank you for making time for a call with me. I get it, you know, mm-hmm. just be real. Anyway. And have that validation, right? Yeah. Find, since you're saying that, you know, opening up and being vulnerable, do you find that when you have paved the way, you start to attract people that are more more willing to be vulnerable with you as well because that's why they connected with you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. More and more. It's just you get kind of gifted back with these incredible people. Like, you know, and actually even with my course, like I was pretty nerve wracking, but my like, there's this video in there called Beyond the Pose. And I was like, I want to open it with a bit of my heart, like not the technical. A lot of people come wanting to learn from me about the editing and the technical. And I was like, let's open up more. And by just, I was telling Tessa, it's crazy because I didn't come out and say like, here's my life story and a bunch of specifics, but I alluded to a lot of things. And she referred to it as if there were breadcrumbs. She's like, you could feel there was more. It makes, it made her, and it made a lot of my students crack open to something bigger and deeper and then reach out to me and And it changed. It's amazing because it was changing my life, but it was changing theirs and what they were able to give to their own clients. And it's just been, what's that called? Where it's just like the multiplying, (laughs) the ripple, like the ripple effect has been massive. And I didn't know that was coming. And really, if I trace it all back, it's because I opened my heart and I Mm -hmm. I spoke truth. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, let me spill a little bit more of what, my heart is behind this work and these things and what makes it and pull it out of yourself. And now they're doing it in the world. It's just huge. It's unreal. And I'm watching her do it. And she's like, you helped me do that. Like you, she (laughs) says, pave the way. And I was, it's just like, I'm blown away, but it really just all traces back to, well, it's because I opened my heart first, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, people will pick up on it. Like you said, like they're, I took the course because I wanted to learn how to edit like her. That's what it was. So I was like, I want to learn how to edit like her. And that's what I thought it was going to be. And that's what I went for right away was the presets and the, all the things. And then I started watching the other stuff that was in it. And there are still editing videos I have not watched because it wasn't about that anymore for me. It was about what else is there that I can dig deeper and break open, like you keep saying. And so I know like, to some people, it may come off as like, I'm like, oh, Stormy, and I'm trying to just like <laughs> promote her, promote her. And that's not what it is. It's like, you guys need to do this and watch this and learn these things because you're going to learn a lot about yourself. And that will then evolve you into an incredible artist and another way to, a way to serve people. And your family. And I don't know. I just think it, if you can soften first, like it mm-hmm. makes others do the same personally. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, yeah. yeah. And I think it helps just to create meaningful relationships in your life, you know, not just superficial ones. And I think as all of us grow and our lives are busy, we only have time in our lives for things that are the most meaningful, right? So being vulnerable and opening up allows us to connect with people in that meaningful way that can be lifelong friendships that's created from that experience. Okay. So Tessa, what about you? If someone was to say to you, like, how can I start to really see my clients? How would you tell them to go about that in your way? What do you think? Um, It's pretty similar. And actually I did write like a little note about it because I have a hard time with words. So if it's fine, I'm just going to read what I wrote and then you can, you know, 
from there. But I said, we can learn all the techniques. We can master the job of photography, but the truth behind soul connection and feeling seen is just that a soul connection. Ultimately, it's something that can't be taught. We can be given all the tools, but when souls, but when soul connection comes forth, it comes from within something you feel inside of yourself and you have to dig it out, truly experience the raw human connection. And once you do that, everything else falls into place. Because it's, and I believe that I think we're looking for a way to be told how to do this and you can be told do it this way, but really like, I feel like when you tell someone that it's not the answer they want, like they want a formula on how to do it. And it really has to come from who you are inside. Like my work didn't, and these connections didn't just let me sit down at my computer and show you how to do this. Let me tell you how I treat my clients. No, it was like I dug into myself and I wanted to know why certain photos were making me feel a certain way and Mm -hmm. how to bring more of that out and like how to get strangers to trust me, to to show me that side of them. And, And it was just like kind of reaching into myself and then like reaching my hand out to them to let them know it wasn't some specific thing I said. It's not a pitch that I have. It's different for everyone. And like for Stormy, it was like, I'd like to give this back to you and your girls. Like, and that opened the space for her to, you know, and even with her own girls, because Lucia is older. Like I, she's not a toddler. She's not going to run around and do anything. Like I had to create that with her as well. So it was a lot of like subtle things with her daughter that made her feel like she can trust me. Like she got mascara on her dress before we went, I cleaned it. We didn't tell Stormy, <laughs> you know, I was like, come on, let's go. And she was like, thank you. And just little things like that make them feel safe. And it's different for everyone, but it has to come from you first. Well, and I think that's the underlying theme here is exactly what you said. So often I think I know when I first started photography, I just wanted to shoot like so-and-so or edit like so-and-so. And I think once we stop doing that and we just say, wow, what kind of art do I want to create? Like, what is my story? How can I bring my story and combine it with my client's story to create this meaningful art that's beautiful? And I had a similar experience like you where all of a sudden I just had this like aha moment where both of you had this moment where then from that point on, my art was completely different than it was previously because I really had a lot of time to self-reflect and think about my story of growing up and my parents' divorce at a young age, all of those things. And that's why I love to photograph the family unit because I didn't have that, right? So I think for all of us and what we're telling the listeners is not necessarily looking external, but really just taking a step back and looking internally in them and seeing what their story is. Would you agree, Stormy, with that? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I think so often people go on to education with the perspective of, oh, I'm going to learn this. What's the quick fix? What's the band-aid? How can I start to get more followers or create this look or that? And it's like, there's more to it. And we want to be unique. And that's what owning our own story enables us to do, right? Bring a unique perspective nobody else can bring. And for me, that's so powerful. Okay. So when you approach a session and either one of you can answer this, I feel like sometimes people don't understand the importance of allowing a safe space and kind of setting the scene. So can you guys kind of talk about just a little bit about how you feel like you kind of set the scene to create this opportunity for vulnerability and emotion and connection? I know we talked about the pre-work, but like once you're there, kind of how do you set that up? For me, we just go have fun at that point. <laughs> like, I use I use my environments in a lot of ways to put people at ease. And also 
I come at it like I overly, well, I'm not a fancy dressing person anyway, but I dress completely casual. I, I make fun of myself, you know, I sort of just really allow a lot of quiet time because I feel like I'm not trying to make their moments. I'm trying to allow space for their moments to come forward. So using the environment to allow them to enjoy it and connect in a real way. I don't give overly specific prompts where I'm like, you touch her and you do this and then because people will go together in a way that is unique to whatever their relationships are in a real way, stuff like that, just very subtleties. But again, it comes back down to I'm stripping down the professional walls and I'm just being in a space with them as a person. And I'm laughing with them. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. We're getting messy always. I'm like, yes, you're rolling in the dirt. I love it. <laughs> like, you know, and, and, da- and dads tell me all the time too. They're like, I didn't even feel like we had our photos taken. <laughs> like, what were we? We're just, I don't know. It was great. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> and that's that's when, yeah, yeah, that's at that point, we're just enjoying as people together in a beautiful space. Right. And I love, I'll have to go back and listen to what quote you said. I'm not here to make their memories. I don't remember what you said after that. I'm not making their moments for them. I'm allowing space and quietness even for them to come forward. And I think that's so important to be able to truly document people, how they are is allowing them to interact in a way that's natural to them versus us giving them prompts every single step of the way, pose after pose, which is what I did when I first started photography, because that's just what I thought people did, right? But then once I changed that, it was amazing to see not only my images all look so different because each family is unique, right? But you're just able to see the natural connection. And there was such a difference. It didn't look forced at all. It just looked, it flowed, right? And I think we need to allow space for that flow to happen during our sessions. For sure. Okay, Tess, real quick, what about you? When you're shooting, how do you kind of feel like you facilitate that? Well, I shoot in a very different landscape than Stormy. We have a lot of cactus. So we don't really, excuse me, get to interact with the landscape. So I have to do it a little different, which kind of makes it a little harder sometimes. But on our way, like walking out to wherever we're going to be, we're talking and it's never about what we're about to do. Like I approach it as like, I am a person who has been a family friend for or your friend for 20 years. And we are just coming out here to have a good time. I want them to feel like they're in a safe place. Like they know me. So I'll lead with a funny story or about my own children or something, anything, whatever it has to be to get the conversation started. I probably because I don't do a zoom, huh? <laughs> Not everyone's going to do it for them to hear. Yeah. By the time I, it's only about like a 10 minute walk usually. So by the time we get out there, little things happen in between then, like somebody, you know, gets a piece of cactus in them or gets dirt on them. And I'm very reassuring throughout my whole session. Like it's okay. It's fine. Someone's having a meltdown. It's fine. I think a lot of like I use a lot of positive feedback, you know, starting yesterday, twirling around on the mountain. I feel so silly. I'm like, this is amazing. You look gorgeous. Close your eyes and be there. And that's what I do every time. If someone feels like, and it's, it's amazing how like a little bit of positive feedback works because as soon as I told her, just close your eyes and feel it, it looks gorgeous. Like I'm not even here. And then she rolled with it and she did. And I could see it in her face. And in the photos, when I look back on them, I could see the moment where it changed and where like the wall came down and she listened to what I said. And I wasn't even there with her anymore for a minute. She was just there. And I do that with every 
session. Like I'm not even here. Like, and if I need to guide them a little bit, you know, sometimes people are a little more reserved. I will, there's nothing wrong. I don't think with putting someone in a pose to start and then just let it fall out and let it unfold. And when things go wrong, that's when it gets tough. And cause not every time is going to be flawless. So when things go wrong, it's, it's okay. If a kid's shoe comes off, I'm down there putting it on. Like you need help carrying something like I'm in it with them. I'm my helping hands. I'm an extra pair and moms need that. Absolutely. No. And they want to feel beautiful. We've changed as mothers. And so I do a lot of reassuring, like you look beautiful. This is wonderful. Like, and I don't have to think about it. Oh, Hey, tell them they look beautiful. When I see it, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And it just comes out. (laughs) All that internal dialogue is vocal. The the crying in the background helps. (laughs) (laughs) Cause then you're like, okay, it must must be beautiful. (laughs) I'm a crier. Sorry. So great. (laughs) I I love that. And I actually shoot similar to you. I'm saying that constantly. And I think what it does is it because everyone shows up, whether you're a photographer or not, when we get our photos on, I feel insecure. I feel that moment of, oh my gosh, now I'm in front of the camera. I'm not as confident as I usually am. And so when someone gives that reassurance, it enables us to relax and just say, okay, this is going to be great. And even though my teens are teasing me or whatever, like I'm going to be in this moment and really relish in it. And I see the transition of moms too, because they start to then feel confident and beautiful Cause they're getting that reassurance. So I love that you Dad, do that. Dads too. Okay. Like that's something I didn't do until I heard my husband voice, how he yeah. wanted to be included and I'll do it for them too. Like, cause a lot of moms are easier to break down where women were emotional <laughs> and it's a little different. So I do the same thing for them. Like it's fine. Like it's okay, dad, just pick them up and play with them. Love on them. Just let it happen. And a lot of times you get those really happy, peaceful, super smiley, snuggly families. And it, and you're like, Oh, this is great. And then one comes in and it's like, they're a little, my children are wild and crazy. And I let Stormy know Leo is an animal. He is. And he did not, there wasn't a moment during our family session where he snuggled on to me to love me. And I was like holding him. And I was like, please, for the love of God, just let me love you. <laughs> so with personal experience too, it's not always, sometimes yeah. you need that reassurance of like, it's okay. Just let them play. Just Absolutely. let them play. And then afterwards too, like, they're like, sometimes we feel like it's a mess. And I'm like, I would let you know, trust me, that was amazing. That was beautiful. And they need that, like, not just for photos. They need it to be a whole experience. They need to know that when they're leaving. Like, when we got in the truck after we left our session, when Stormy did our photos, it wasn't like we got in, we were like, oh my God, that was amazing. Stormy was like, can we roll the window down? (laughs) And I was just like sitting there like, oh, I had no words. I had to get home and spend like 30 minutes by myself before I could Cause I didn't know how it went. It was kind of wild. <laughs> no, and I love that you said that it's an experience for them. Cause I do think that's something that as photographers, we could focus on more, at least me, like understanding that the pre-work, the shoot, all of it's in it. We want it to be a great experience for them. And this is a big thing for a lot of families they are investing a lot of money. Their children are only this age right now. Right. So they're giving us that opportunity to document them in this point in time in their lives. And depending on what they're going through, it might be a transition or what have you, but understanding that we can do a good job at making this an incredible experience, not just a photo session. Right. I feel like that's important. Okay. So I have a few rapid fire questions I want to ask you before we wrap it up. These are just going to be for fun. So Tess, you want to go first? No, yes. <laughs> no, no. You go. I'm Rip, just here I'm for like rapid fire. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're fun. You're fun. Like, <laughs> you're just 
fun. Okay, Stormy, you're going to go. <laughs> What's your favorite lens? The 50 is my favorite, but I use the 35 the most. It's the most versatile. Okay. Favorite lighting to shoot in? All of it. <laughs> if you could have lunch with anyone, who would it be? Oh my gosh, my husband. <laughs> <laughs> is there, do you shop on Amazon? Is there like a favorite random product that you've bought on Amazon lately? Oh, I don't know. Who doesn't shop on Amazon? I'm like buying stuff all the time. Oh, soap making kit for my kids. Oh, oh. You know the mountain pour? They've been loving it. It's so fun. I get my soap. Oh, I know. <laughs> they make like different designs and concoctions for all their friends at school now. It's so fun. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay. And then how about who is your biggest mentor in the photography industry? Do you feel like? And it could change over time, but. You know, I still look back and she, she probably doesn't realize that she's changed my life the way she has, but I still look back at Joy Prouty and it was great admiration, not just for the way she approaches her craft, but the way she encourages others, the way she presents herself online. It's mm -hmm. always positive, always from a standpoint of helping and giving back. And I just look at that with great admiration. Yeah, oh, I love that. Okay, good, good. All right, Tess, you're up. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite lens? The 35. 35. Uh, <laughs> how about favorite lighting to shoot in? Golden hour. <laughs> Golden hour and blue hour. Both. Yeah. Oh, I haven't shot in blue hour much. I wanted to try that a little bit more. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's Beautiful. real moody. <laughs> <laughs> Just like us. <laughs> Stormy's photos last night were in blue hour, by the way. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see. Yay. How about if you could have lunch with anyone, who would it be? My mom. Your mom? Yeah. How about a favorite random product you bought on Amazon? <laughs> I don't, I'm honestly not much of an Amazon. You're person. kidding. No, oh no. God. I love Target. <laughs> How about Target? Something fun you bought there recently. I mean, the last thing I bought there was eye drops for this trip. <laughs> Nothing fun, really. I don't know. Blankets for shoots. <laughs> So random, I don't even know. And then who's your biggest mentor in the photography industry? I have a slight intuition. To see I know. Do you, <laughs> don't think you really need to ask, but we all know it's Stormy. <laughs> yes. And that's why this was such an incredible experience for all of us. This was so fun. I just appreciate you guys joining me and chatting about this. I really hope that we conveyed to listeners what we were hoping to, which is about holding space for our clients and opening up and really seeing them. And I think we did a great job on this podcast episode of like talking about that, explaining it, sharing examples. So hopefully people took away a lot of knowledge from this. So thank you guys so much for being here. You're incredible. And thank you for having me. And thank you to Stormy for asking me to yeah. be here with you. I know awesome for her perspective too. Yes, it added a really good layer to the dynamic, right? Versus us just talking about it. She's here in the flesh, in person, and beautiful to tell us. So that was much better. Um, really quick, where can people find each of you online? I'm stormysolice.com. My Insta is at stormysolice, or I also have a Facebook page. <laughs> All right. How about you, Tess? I'm the most present on Instagram. So it's just at Tessa Ray Photography. Got to type the whole handle because I've been had my photos recorded a few times. <laughs> <laughs>
whatever they say it's called. I don't know. Okay. Well, if you're not, if you're listening and you don't follow them, go find them on socials and all of their info will also be in the show notes for this episode. So thank you so much for listening. Thanks guys. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on Fill Your Frame with Jillian Golding. Remember, you can always learn more about this podcast and what we chat about by visiting the description notes on whatever you're listening to today or by visiting fillyourframepodcast.com. You can subscribe to listen to our episodes every week on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Audible. And if you've enjoyed today's show, please leave me a review. It helps more people like you find my podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at fillyourframe underscore podcast and at Jillian Golding. We'll chat next time. Bye-bye.